Chapter 2 Rachel My name is Rachel. I live with my mom and my two little sisters. We live pretty close to Jake, who lives pretty close to Marco. Cassie is the farthest one out because she lives on a farm. I guess we're a pretty average bunch of kids. I mean, we were a pretty average bunch. Marco lives with his dad. I live with my mom. Jake and Cassie each have both parents around. We go to school. We do homework. We hang at the mall. We listen to music. Go to movies on the weekend. Normal. Boringly average. Until one night when we happened to hook up together at the mall and decided to take a shortcut through an abandoned construction site off the highway. We weren't a group back then. Jake was my cousin, but we didn't really see each other, except at school. Cassie was my best friend, and had been for a long time. But Marco was just Jake's friend, not mine. And Tobias was this guy Jake felt sorry for, because he came from such a messed-up home and got picked on by bullies. That's Jake. When he sees some guy getting his head stuffed in a toilet at school, he is absolutely going to stop it. Jake isn't some big, tough guy or anything— it's just that when he tells you, in that calm, reasonable voice of his, to stop picking on someone, you stop. You just do. Jake is sort of the one in charge. It's not something he ever wanted. It just seems natural for him to take over. Not that Jake is without his own level of stupidity. I mean, he was right there with us, walking through an isolated, abandoned construction site that night. Wasn't the smartest thing we ever did. But the way it turned out, the real danger that night was not from some mad slasher. The real danger was from a totally unexpected direction. See, that's where the damaged Andalite spaceship landed. Right there in the construction site. That's where we saw our first alien. That's where we learned about the Yerk threat. And that's where the Andalite, Prince Elfingor, gave us our power to morph. It's where Alfangor died, too. We watched it happen. We watched that brave, decent, kind creature be murdered by Visser Three. Murdered for trying to protect the people of Earth. Anyway, that's when we became a group. It was Marco who came up with a name for what we were. Animorphs. Persons who can morph animals. The Andalite left us the burden of fighting the Yerks, and gave us that one weapon, the power to morph. Like all weapons, it has dangers even to those who use it for a good cause. Just ask Tobias. But it is an awesome power. We have done some damage to the Yerks. And, to be honest with you, sometimes the morphing power is just plain fun. Right now, though, my normal life was calling. It was already getting warm by the time I walked over to school the next morning. The bus to the camp was due to come at eleven. I got to school an hour early. I stopped on the sidewalk in front of the school and checked my watch. The sun was climbing fast, and you could tell it was going to be a really hot day. I smiled. It would be a good day for flying. I crossed the athletic field and headed for the woods behind the school. I wanted to check in with Tobias before I left. It's no big thing. It's just that I kind of take care of stuff Tobias needs. I bring him books sometimes. You know, things he can't get in the woods. But Tobias isn't always an easy guy to find. Especially in the morning, when he's likely to be out hunting his breakfast. 
I knew I would need great eyes and speed to find him and still get back in time to catch the bus. It's funny how it never even occurred to me that I was in a very dangerous position. See, my mom and my friends all thought I was heading to camp. They wouldn't expect to see me for a couple of days. But the camp people didn't think I was coming, so they wouldn't expect to see me either. But none of this occurred to me. After all, what did I have to worry about? Little did I know. So, I entered the woods, put my outer clothing in my bag, hid it beneath some low-lying bushes, and took a quick look around to make sure I was alone. Then I began to morph. I focused my mind on one of the many animals whose DNA is part of me. Every morphing is unique. The changes never happen the same way twice. This time, the first thing to change was my mouth. My lips grew hard and stiff, and when I rolled my eyes downward... I could see my mouth become bright yellow and bulge outward. As that happened, I began to shrink. The pine needle-covered ground came up toward me as I lost a foot of height with a few seconds. Then another foot. The strangest thing, though, was my skin. The flesh on my bare arms began to melt like candle wax. It melted and ran together. It formed intricate patterns like a tattoo of feathers. Suddenly, the painted feather patterns were no longer just designs. Actual feathers began to emerge. The feathers were dark brown, except for the ones that replaced my blonde hair and the skin of my face and neck. Those feathers were all snowy white. By the time the morph was nearly complete, I only stood about two feet tall. My feet had split open and formed yellow talons, each of which ended in a wicked, hooked claw. My arms rose up, horizontal. Long feathers sprouted from them even as my solid, heavy human bones became hollow and light. It took just a few minutes for the transformation to be done. I was no longer human. I was a bald eagle. I turned to face the breeze and opened my wings. They stretched six feet from tip to tip. I felt the wind press against my feathers, stretching my muscles. I flapped several times with great power, and then I was airborne. I drew my talons up snug against my body. I flapped and rose. I flapped more and soared above the trees. The top branches reached for me, but missed. I flapped still more and caught a good, strong headwind. It was like an invisible wedge that forced me up and up. Up and up. I rose till I was several hundred feet above the treetops. I could see the school down below. I could see the bus parked in the empty lot. And, being an eagle... I could see a great deal more. Looking through the eyes of an eagle is like having built-in binoculars. From hundreds of feet in the air, I could see field mice just poking their noses out of their holes. I could see ants crawling up the trunks of trees. I could look down through the water of a stream and see the tiny fish feeding there. I could see everything, like no human will ever see. I turned toward the deeper woods where Tobias lived. Maybe there is something better than flying free, high above the trees, riding the wind, but I doubt it. It was freedom beyond any dream of freedom. I loved it. For all the pain that has come from the war with the Yerks, I swear, sometimes just being able to fly makes it all worthwhile. I was close to Tobias's territory when I spotted something interesting below me. It was a deer-like animal, running swiftly through the trees. When I focused my laser-intensity eagle sight, I could see the semi-human torso and face, and the deadly scorpion tail. Axe! Or, 
Aximile Esgeruth Istel, to use his complete name. Ax is an Andalite, the only Andalite to survive a terrible space battle with the Yerks. Prince Elfingor was his brother. It was fun watching him run. I've never seen anything that can look as delicate and cute one minute, and as dangerous the next, as an Andalite. I decided to swoop down over Ax and say hi. I spilled a little air from my wings and dropped, thrilled by the feeling of a controlled fall from hundreds of feet up. It's like jumping off a skyscraper, knowing you can survive. I dropped toward the trees. I actually had time to notice the nest in a high branch. Just out of the corner of my eye, I had time to think, isn't that cute? Baby birds. And then they hit me. Swoop! Swoop! Faster than me! More agile! Small, dark birds zipped straight at me like they were going to hit. Too many of them! Swoop! 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 I turned a hard left. In a flash, I knew what was happening. They thought I was attacking their nest. They were mobbing me, trying to drive me off. I banked a hard turn. Too fast! I was still going fast from the dive! Too fast! Bank left! Turn! Wham! I barely saw the tree trunk before I hit. Head first. Down I fell. Down through branches that tore at me, banged me, slapped me, ripped at my feathers. I hit the ground hard. I was hurt. I knew I was hurt. Fading out. My mind was swimming. Human thoughts, eagle instinct, all swirling, shifting. I was falling down, down a dark well. Down. Morph out, I told myself. Rachel, morph out! And then I was gone.